episode 456 thank you all for listening to episode 455 2013 royal rumble debut of the whoville bully i am the whoville bully here with my co-host uh, betting bear pissed off parrot <laughs> yeah we're gonna get into why parrot is pissed off today but first we gotta thank some people thanks to wes anderson for moments in time check him out on facebook wes anderson music give him a follow on twitter at songs by wes Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon's going to hook you up with that deal. Hey, if you're in the Anthony Wayne School District area, there is a basketball tournament for uh, girls and boys, third through sixth grade on Saturday. And if you come out and buy your Anthony Wayne spirit wear, 20% of all proceeds are going to go to the Anthony Wayne Youth Foundation. I know a guy that happens to be the vice president of the board. So, it's much obliged and much appreciated if you come out and support. And uh, if you spend over a hundred dollars, you get in, you entered into a raffle to win a family membership for the year to the youth foundation. So if you have kids, it's good for you. Something good putting on. And thanks Brandon for doing that. Brandon's always been big in the community and we love that he supports us. So thanks Brandon for all you do. Thank you to Crandall Squatty Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> we're going to get into that too thank you sean thank you to sparty steve speaking of sparty steve so what he does he is a uh, broker for us with insurance and he got us a killer deal this year our insurance came back at it started at an 11 percent increase he got it all the way down we have two different plans a base plan and a buy-up he got the average down to 2.7 percent increase for the year nice. that's what sparty steve does he can't advertise what he does or where he is but if you need something let me know i can hook you up i can't say directly what he does or who he works for just let us know and sparty steve can hook you up as well sounds like the mafia yes it does and last but not least davytransformation.com thanks Connell barrett yeah make sure you get to davytransformation.com get that free consultation which you mentioned over the line podcast in the meantime get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book dating sucks but you don't. Yes, sir. All right. Before we get into pissed off parrot, let's get Jolf out of the way. Jolf, what happened last week in golf? Yeah, well, Farmers Insurance, Max Homa comes away with the win. Um, came back from, I think he was four strokes down, ended up winning on Sunday. Um, Rom was up there, but didn't, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, excuse me, the tournament ended Saturday, not Sunday. Um Rom was up there, just couldn't get his round going, which was surprising because he was only two off coming into the day. So I think a lot of people thought he was going to win. Um, did not play well, but Max Homa ended up coming from behind and winning the tournament, which gives Dub another win on the year. Two out of four right now for Dub. Um, yeah, he is on fire at the moment. Um, see, woo, Kim got a 25th. Jason Day and Jason Day for Cody and Gray at Rhymes got sevens. Great trying to stick on the seven train. I like it. Yes, sir. And Parrot's the only one who had a miscut with Harris English, who played like absolute donkey shit. So updated uh, standings here. Dub at 11.3. Myself, 27.3. Bear, 30. Cody, 48. And Parrot, 49.3. And everyone has missed at least one cut except Dub. It's a shock. We do not have Dubs pick this week, so I would uh, I would be next here. I'm gonna go with old uh, old Tommy boy, putting him in now. Tom Hoagie sandwich. Tom Hoagie sandwich, and you were going with it. Looks like who I was 
thinking about going with well, Mavs Mavs McNeely yep um he's got a pretty good track record at this course uh unfortunately there's not a lot of big names playing this week because they sandwiched this in between uh, the Farmers Insurance which is a big tournament and the TPC Scottsdale they so, they Tom Hoagie sandwiched it in yeah yes they did <laughs> so the so Pebble Beach kind of gets pushed in between here and um I think your top guys playing this week are Jordan Spieth and Matthew Fitzpatrick um and Victor Hovland so there's not Unfortunately, many, uh, not many top golfers in the world. I, so I see there's Lanto Griffin and Ben Griffin. Where's Peter Griffin? I'd take yeah. him. Um, Peter? Sure he, he probably would play well here, I would imagine. Yeah, Brian be just moving the ball for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so they played three different courses. They got the Pro-Am. Josh Allen's playing this week because his arm was too hurt to play in the Pro Bowl, so he's golfing instead. Love it. Yeah, Parrot told me that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Huntley gets in. Yeah, it's uh, well, that's something else. But yeah, threw a whopping two touchdown passes all year. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, before we go into other sports, and do do we know who's pairing up with who in the pro am? Um, I don't. Usually they pair up. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like, I don't think Josh Allen's going to be with Jordan Spieth, that sort of thing. Big name, big name. Um, but I'm not sure to be honest with you. I usually don't see those pairings until they start playing. Nice. So that'd be interesting. But, um, before we get into footy, footy football, let's talk about wrestling this past weekend, Royal Rumble. How would you compare this? Do I, before get we get the, into do I not get the pick? Oh yeah. I thought you picked my bad. Pick. Leave him pair it out. I'm going with uh, Seamus. Uh, what's his name? Seamus. Power. Seamus Power. Seamus. Seamus. Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Maybe that's who he'll pair up with. It'll be Team Seamus. Seamus of Power O'Shaughnessy. Team Seamus. Last thing I need is last thing I need is another miscut. I forgot to pick on air. <laughs> You picked Harris English. No, I know, but I'm saying last thing I need is another miscut. Though, oh, by I'm, not picking? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. So, wrestling, now that he has that in. Uh, Bear, how would you rate that compared to last year's Royal Rumble? Uh, I think last year's was better. Um, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of this year's. I don't think it was that great. Wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just kind of there this year, so not a fan. Um, I think if they would have just not said anything about Cody coming back, it would have probably been better. Um, I just don't like that. I don't like when they tell you who's coming back and they don't tell you where he's at, and then it just starts counting down, and then it takes all the fun out of thirtieth when he comes out. I also don't like that it was the first match on the card as well. Not not a fan of that. The Royal Rumble. It needs to be the last match on the card. So, man. I got to redo the points here because you d- forgot to give yourself the bonus points. I got one right. It's not all just one point. Yeah, but if you got the winner right at the Rumble, you got another point. Oh yeah, I didn't do that. I just did all singles. Yep. So you got another bonus point. So two, four, six, seven. So Cody has eight, and Peapod gets nine as well. So that's pretty good. So you guys have Peapod has nine. Bear has nine. Cody has eight. If I did that right. 
One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, he, he got most of the matches right. And I had six. Dub had seven. Parrot still with one. <laughs> Poor Parrot. It's all right, Parrot. Starting off the year hot. Um, I'm with you. And then you called it, man. I mean, so we had a what? A 30 win and a one. Yep. A 30 and a one. Uh, Cody being the 30th and Rhea being one. So, I mean, right when she came in, I figured that was it right there. She's winning this thing. Um, and I mean, I think uh, we got screwed early with uh, Becky and Bailey pretty much taking each other out because I think everybody had at least one of them in their final. <laughs> Well, uh, Dub had Bailey winning it. So did Cody. Um, I got right, here. You go, Cody's pick. He took power. Huh? Okay, so Cody took Seamus power, and Dub took Matt McNeely. So crazy only one outside here on this one. With old so Tom hopefully, Cody I get Taylor. a seven. Uh, you'll probably get a seventeen this week. I hope not. <laughs> um, is there a cut? Yeah, there's a cut this there's week. A cut? It's a, okay, it's a three. Uh, it's all three though. So there's three rounds and then it gets cut to the last. So when you see your guy playing in round three, it still hasn't occurred yet. So don't get too excited. But yeah, back to the rumble. So yeah, I mean, it was like I said, the women's one was uh, the women's mat. The women's rumble, I think was better than the men's rumble. Um, Cause what Chelsea green showed up and Nia Jax. Oh shit. Or why did I miss on Parrots there? Yeah, Parrots have three. Who else did he have? He had Cody and Seth, I see. Oh, he did. I don't know, I don't know why I'm out of points this early. <laughs> I see I see why I've never won a title now. There's some who was the final four that went on. Sony got thrown out. She was thrown out right before. I think she was fifth. Becky was out. Dakota Kai was out early, and so was Bailey. So yeah, it's not. Okay. I was just trying to be like Ron Tolbert to Parrot's score. Sorry. Just like that, we're back in this, boys. Parrot probably went in and changed that when I wasn't looking. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I don't know how that stuff works. You're fine. Stone cold. (laughs) Yeah, no, he he got that there. And so just going through the matches, so Bianca and Alexa kind of ended prematurely in my thought, and then Uncle Howdy is, you know, in the video montage, do you have control? And then uh, we'll get to KO and Roman last. Bray knew that was going to happen. He beat him. And uh, Uncle Howdy missed uh, missed that jump by about five feet. Yep. And everyone was <laughs> And every, everybody was mad that uh, it wasn't a pitch black match. Like, what did you think they were going to do? Be actually in the pitch black? Like, are, are people that stupid? They are. It's ridiculous. The whole point was is it was sponsored by Mountain Dew, Pitch Black, yeah. and uh, no, it it I mean that was fine, and then um, you know the Rumbles were all right, and then but the main event storytelling, man, finally, great story, great turn. You know they're beating the shit out of Kevin Owens. Roman wins with the interferences, of course, and then um, they're tied there. They handcuff KO to the ropes. And just beating the shit out of him. And then they give it to Sammy, the chair. And, you know, Roman slapping him around and wants him to hit him. Mm-hmm. Sammy does what we thought he would do. Hits him with the chair. Gets his ass beat. And uh, the, the big thing there was Jay turning his back. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, okay, so they go several ways with this. Jay 
turns and, you know, has his match with Roman too, or he's going to, you know, try to befriend Sammy and be all cool. And then he's going to turn on, on Sammy. And then you're going to get Sammy and KO against the Usos at mania. The old double turn. Put it out. Shit. What spot for uh, here? Is that right? Beep. 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 Cody. Chief Cody. What's happening, boys? Yeah, we saw your face for a minute. We like your glasses and your vest. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> you know the rumble rumble was all right, and then uh, but that that match there at the end. So you know we're gonna we're gonna get Cody Rhodes on night two against Roman. You're gonna get Rhea against Charlotte on night one, probably main event, which would be good. And you're probably gonna get the Usos against Owens and Sami Zayn. More likely. We'll see how they play out the whole Jay yeah, thing, but see what they do at Chamber. But I mean they've kind of been pushing that anyway. So what yeah, because the in the chamber match, we talked about this the other night, is for the US title. Fine. You well, know, I wouldn't because... be surprised if Sammy fights Roman for the title at um that elimination chamber. Jay Jay turns and he's still part of the bloodline, and there there's where it lines up your WrestleMania match. Well, and it just so happens it's in Montreal where Sammy's from. So I wouldn't I would be no, shocked if he didn't get the title shot. Yeah, no, you're right. Him, I mean, hell, Kevin Owens too. I mean, he's from Canada, so is he from Montreal as well? I don't think so. So so far in the men's elimination chamber. For the U.S. title, you got Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, and there's two others to be determined, probably from SmackDown. Um, well, maybe not because, you know, it's a Raw title. And then the Women's Elimination Chambers for the Raw Women's Championship, Ashka, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, two wrestlers to be determined. Wait, who's the Raw Women's Champ? It's Bianca. It's Bianca's, or is it for a shot? Oh, for a WW, for the a WrestleMania championship spot there against Bianca. So there you go. So we're going to get two more in that. Um, should be interesting. I mean, we'll see. And then you were in, uh, you were in Dayton yesterday. Tell us all about your Dayton fiasco. Parrot hasn't heard this yet. Yeah. Um, well, AEW right now is taping is at the Nutter Center uh, in Dayton at Wright State. Um, and yeah, there was as I was sitting in the nice classy Dayton Marriott, you know, you kind of see the AEW folks. So like you said, the first three in there, when I got in there and I was like, ah, they got to be like ring crew or something, which I'm sure they were ring crew production, something like that. And there was a bunch of them and they all knew each other hugging, holding hand, you know, uh, handshake and all that good stuff. So obviously they did. I didn't recognize many until the others started coming out. You got wrestlers um, that I may or may not know, but because <laughs> it's AEW, it's not like it's WWE. So uh, but I figured out, yeah, one was Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, he was sitting with a dude who had to be trainer or something because he was a pretty big dude. And I was trying to see if it was any of their trainers, but I couldn't tell. It didn't look like anybody. But there was an old man who I thought was an old man with his back to me the whole time. Didn't know who it was at all until he stands up. It's Dean Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> sitting right there the whole time. You got JR. Come, so he rolls in and like some, you know, everyone got dropped off by you know, hotel, uh, driver service, all that stuff. And as I just happened to turn around because everyone else, you know, they're like, oh, who's that? Like all these production people are like, whatever the hell they are, like, oh, who's coming in now? Who's coming in now? They're just kept looking. So I'm like, well, I'm going to look every time. 
JR gets out without his hat on, puts the old hat on, rolls in, looks confused as can be. <laughs> and then JR is talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saying hi to people and all that. I almost got up and said hi to him. He probably wouldn't even know who I'm like. Oh, yeah, you're a sound guy, right? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he should have got an AEW jacket on. <laughs> who are you? I should have just been I should have just been sitting there reading his book, like, oh hey, you yeah. familiar. Or yeah, where yeah, like you said, we were telling you, where your OTL swag? And then I he'd be like, I didn't he, even think about it. He he mentioned it twice. <laughs> I mean he's or two or three times. Yeah, I know. Mentioned like, us. He's like, What was her name again? Over the line sports podcast. There you go. Nice little plug. <laughs> it would have been funny if that was the case. And I was hoping he was gonna come back down, but I he never did, at least in the time that I was there. Um and then, yeah, I saw Matt Hardy roll in. Now, Matt Hardy was the only one who actually drove his own vehicle, and he got a Mustang and rolled in. <laughs> Everyone else got driven. did. I saw Shorty McGee, Adam Cole, and uh, the doctor. Yeah, uh, and, as I asked together. you, yeah, how tall is he? You're like, as oh, dude, tall as no her. Literally as tall as her. And she's 5'7". I said 5'7", and I look, and she's 5'7". I'm like, there you go. He's 5'7". I should have just stood there like I was uh, the doorman or something like that and waited. <laughs> yeah, you should have had, like – the like a bellhop uniform on <laughs> a bellhop. Yeah, they, they all checked in went right up to like no they didn't even come over to the bar same with old orange cassidy and there were two others he was with i'm sure i knew who they were but i it was a quick you know couldn't kind of tell then anthony bowens came down from the acclaimed i don't he was there in an entourage i couldn't see i don't know if one of them was max caster it didn't look like him but uh they're wearing hoods so i couldn't tell but the one guy um another black guy who i've never seen before i just he was he's brian cage's manager i just noticed as i was sitting here watching trying to see who these guys are but yeah he was brian cage's manager it looks like um still don't know his name but but yeah it was cool to see a lot of them down there and just kind of bombarded by people no, not one person had any. I mean, everyone else who was in there who rolled in looked like it was like some nerdy work thing. So none of those old man nerds had any idea who these guys were at all. Like <laughs> zero clue. I mean, hell, I didn't know half of them. So <laughs> and I watched. But but yeah, it was it was definitely uh, cool. I was sitting there waiting like, I'm, you know, maybe Shivani or something like that would come in. You'd see. But but yeah, it was. um it was pretty interesting. The, uh, you know, the amount of people actually down there would eat, have some drinks and all that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Still haven't figured out who, uh, still haven't figured out who the uh, X-Pac looking dude was yet. I've been waiting to see if I could see him, but maybe he is just a ring guy or something like that. And uh, he just reminded me like he looked like a wrestler. It was X-Pac. <laughs> yeah. Probably was the, um, yeah, I, I would have known that. You're like, there's this big guy. It's not Keith Lee. I'm like powerhouse Hobbs. And you're like, yep, Tim. <laughs> well, obviously when I said it's not Keith Lee, it was because I knew that. And I was sitting there like, you know, cause I was sitting back um, towards the window. Cause that's just where they sat me when I went in anyway. So there were no seats at the bar. I would have been there. And uh, which actually worked out better. Cause I could actually see everything. My, if I was at the bar, my back would have been everything. But um but yeah, I was sitting there, I was rolling, I was just kind of looking through the roster and all that. And then I looked, and I was like, yeah, it's probably Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, because there's only two large black men on that roster. So. True. But yeah, no, uh, like, no Jericho, no Sammy, yeah, no Daniel Bryanson, you know, none of them, uh, which I would have figured maybe. Daniel you know, Bryanson. Brian nice. Daniel. <laughs> 
was that was close. It was like WWE yeah. there. So yeah, Jr. Definitely the biggest one that I saw at least. Um, I mean, obviously Dean Malenko as well, but you know, it was uh, it was pretty cool to see them guys down there. And it sounded like they were going back. Um, it sounded like they were going back there tonight. They must not leave, so they would have been back there again today. It sounds like or tonight because they were talking about keeping the keeping the bar open. Um, but but yeah, like you said, I would have. I would have figured, you know, maybe there would have been a bigger one. So, yeah, you know, the Matt, Matt Hardy, but he never came to the bar area. JR is probably the biggest one that came to the bar besides Bowens. And I'm, I'm assuming Caster was over there with him. But but then I saw the gun. Talk to JR right there at the bar. Dude, well, he wasn't. I just the problem is he wasn't. He was talking to Malenko and Hobbs and the other two people there. So, like, that's as far as it went. And then that was it. It's not like I could, you know. At that, at a certain point, you go up and you're a little creepy. I think it's creepy. I, if it was me, I would be. No, if I, I was talking to someone and someone came up to me, you know, it's not like he was just at the bar having a drink. He could have a conversation with them or something, or he was just sitting by himself. You know, then I probably would have done something. But he came over, talked to the guys, and that's about it. But yeah, just, unfortunately, the one time I don't have my OTL shit, which it wouldn't have mattered. I probably wouldn't have worn it anyways because I'm in the hotel. So. I walked downstairs with a long sleeve shirt. It's not like I had to go outside. <laughs> right. The, um, like, yeah, uh, you answer our questions all the time. And he would have been like, I don't fucking know you guys. <laughs> I don't know you, but you always answer our questions. Thanks, Jim. Why don't you know us? You should know us, sir. Yeah, I was what? trying to see like, you know, because some of those guys, you can't really tell who's who. Um, you know, without face paint or something. So like Darby Allen or some shit like that. But yeah. Well, well, we're oh, gonna... and, and Jerry Lynn, of course, Jerry, I forgot about Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn, I, I text you guys, I'm telling you, he could still go. He was probably in the best shape. I bet he could get in there and go. And actually, as I was getting to my room, which is on the other side of the hotel, I could hear him talk about the concierge lounge. So they're about to go in there, which if they would have went in there, I definitely would have went in and had more drinks with them. Right. Because then you could talk. There would only been like five people up there, or they all would have came up, and I just would have been there. But like, oh, let's, let's talk wrestling. Um, the so we we're not going to do our NASCAR preview uh, for a couple weeks because you know football will be over. So we'll do that in a couple weeks before Daytona. Um, we will say a few things though. Travis Pastrana is racing in the Daytona 500. I know Parrot is stoked that Pastrana is going to be in a 500. Yeah, man, I'm super excited about that. I'm actually said, really excited to over, watch that. Over under laps at 20 and a half. He What's gets that? over that. He races well. Okay. <laughs> he <races laughs> He'll be involved more. in the big one, though. When was, the last time, when was the last time he raced stock car? Uh, a couple years ago, he did Xfinity. It's been like three or four years, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And where was it at? Oh boy! Um, that dude can drive a car, though. I can yeah. drive a car too, but you Road don't see. Of course, he'd probably be better, there. you know, because of all the rally car shit. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's going to be in one of my DraftKings lineups, but he ain't making it over twenty laps. Yeah, in twenty twenty, he was in the Craftsman's Truck Series. So never a stock car, though. No, he did Xfinity. He was in, he did Nationwide or Xfinity, uh, the Truck Series, Sports Car Series, Canon Pro Series East, West, Rally America, 
When was the last time you did Xfinity then? Oh, God, years ago? My Ten point. years ago? Look at my point exactly. <laughs> I think he yeah. makes it more than 20. I think he gets involved in the big one, though. He might even cause it. You can't cause it when you're in the back of the pack. This is true. But he is driving for Jordan, so he's got a Jordan-Denny Hamlin car. We'll see. Hey, we've seen anybody win at Daytona. <laughs> Crazier shit's happened. If he wins a Daytona, I'll give Parrot ten dollars. Ten dollars. <laughs> I say you give him a hundred. Man, hell no, I ain't give him a hundred dollars. <laughs> if okay, if he if he doesn't, then I want a hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I ain't the one speaking up over here. I mean, I'll take that. If you guys want, I'll give you a hundred to forty three odds. So I'll give you forty three hundred dollars if he wins. You give me a hundred if he doesn't. How about that? Jesus. <laughs> Parrot, don't. It's a trap. I'm good. I'm good. How many? How many ever drivers? How many ever drivers there are? What did he give you? Four hundred and thirty odds. So bet a dollar for four hundred and thirty. I'd still gladly take your dollar. There you go. Dollar. If you lose and you win four hundred and thirty, if Pastrana wins, and he nods his head like I don't know. Seems like a rough bet for a dollar. <laughs> oh man. Where the hell have you been, Cody? <laughs> yes, Pastrana's racing at Daytona. Yeah, Travis Pastrami. He's Dude, he uh, rally car is his thing, but it's not a rally yeah, car, don't count. so that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, don't count. He's just oh driving a dirt race. Yeah, if you see him, like he could do the Bristol dirt race or a road course, I'd feel more confident. I don't feel. I'm with you though. Bear, seriously. I think he'll do all right, but I, he's not going to finish top 20, I don't think. I don't even think he finishes. Well, depends on the wrecks. It really all depends on the wrecks. If he fucking skimmies through a wreck because he's hanging out in the back, who knows? That's, well, that's the only chance he's got. Yeah. My guess is he goes, he makes 10 laps, and he brings the car in. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So he's going to drive the number 67. Black Rifle Coffee is going to be his sponsor for that race. They did have a... What's his number going to be? 77? 67. 67. I wish it was 69. That would have been great. Then then I wouldn't have made the bet. (laughs) So they did make some rule changes, though. We'll mention those because I'll forget in a few weeks if we don't now. Um, Updated penalty for a wheel coming off the car. Change to the playoff eligibility for drivers. Uh, cars could run in wet weather conditions on short ovals. Expansion on the restart zone on trial basis. Choose rule to be in place for more races. So choosing which if you're going to go high or low. I think that should be every race. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, damaged vehicle. Clock will be seven minutes. Uh, it had been six minutes last year and was increased to 10 minutes during the playoffs. So it's from six to seven <clears throat> wet weather package for select oval tracks, the clash at LA Lucas oil raceway park, Martinsville, Milwaukee, New Hampshire, North Wilkesboro, Phoenix, and Richmond. Nice. It's uh, removing the requirement that a winning driver be in the top 30 in points or top 20 in Xfinity. As long as the driver is competing full-time or as a waiver for the races they missed, a win will make them playoff eligible. So that's cool. What so was you, that? Wait, run that by one more time. So instead of being in the top 30 in points, if you get a win, 
if you win, as long as you're running full time, you're in. Doesn't matter if you're 35th in points. If you get a win, you're in. Yeah, no, I agree. And, um, or if they have a waiver for races missed, you know, then a win will make them eligible, which is how it should be. So that's, that's cool rule. They got rid of, um, you know, what Ross Chastain did at Martinsville. Coolest thing that's ever happened in NASCAR and they get rid of it. Not allowed to do it anymore. So it is what it is. Um, you got a favorite this week at the Coliseum? Um, probably Logano. Yeah, he won it last year, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I think he'd go back to back. Yeah, I agree with you there. Barry, you got any thought? Um, I just hope for a fun race. I did get to watch it last year, so I'm actually going to watch it this year and uh, see what it's all about. I didn't last year. I didn't think it'd be too exciting just because it was so small and they're actually going slow, but it actually seemed interesting. So I'm going to turn it on and see what happens this year. It'll be interesting. Um. <clears throat> Another thing is the – so we know Travis Pastrana is in. That's great for him. We know Jimmy Johnson's coming back. Uh, February 15th, just speaking back to golf, uh, full swing. The Netflix series is starting. So it's following the professional golfers. That'll be neat. Uh, when does that start? February 15th. Okay. Two weeks. Nice. Um, I, I laughed my ass off in, in, when we go back to wrestling that uh, Michael Cole got ribbed on Pat McAfee being there, and so did uh, so did Corey Graves. But um, he said when the music hit, because when I think of Pat McAfee, I still think of the White Stripes. So when the first couple of bars of the new song hit, I didn't immediately recognize it. Then Hunter, in my ear, said, are you going to sell it? I mouthed to him in the spy cam, sell what? Sell what? And then I looked up and I saw your video board, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're ribbing me. And he said back in the back, uh, he revealed the text message he sent to Triple H and Kevin Dunn in the aftermath. He said, you fuckers, I can't believe that you guys ripped me. <laughs> That's good. He was saying that on the Pat McAfee show this week. Obviously, him and Pat, Michael Cole, have a lot of respect for one another. So, you know, Michael was happy. Oh, was yeah, happy. you could tell. Graves sold it well, too. I, I, that was probably the best part of the show. Yeah. Did he say he's going to be back at all or what? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I assume he will because uh, college football's over. Right. And Cody, you missed our wrestling chat. What'd you think of the Rumble? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. What'd you think of the last hey, match? With... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I would say it was a solid seven. What'd you think? Would, did you think the last match and the whole storytelling there was the best part? After he answered. You said latches? That's it? Oh, he's coming. Uh, I'll tell him. 60 latches, boss. Somebody <laughs> was supposed to tell you and they never did. I just see. Uh, I just saw somebody else yeah. who was up there. Some tall dude I've never seen. They just had a promo. But yeah, I don't know who she called him. He's tall. And this, so, is, uh, this is our podcast. We yeah, just all, talk to Cody when he's at yeah, work. They all out. I don't know who was supposed to tell you. Uh, John was yeah. supposed to tell him. Or no, sorry. Jason, Jason. He was, was supposed thinking, to tell him. I Steve. Fucking clowns. I swear to God. The, uh, would you, th- Cody, do you think um, the last match was best part storytelling there? Oh, yeah, for sure. No. Yeah, man. That, um, now you don't know which way it's going. That's the best part. You know, uh, 
AEW next this is what long term long term storytelling is. This is how it's supposed to work. Not something that, you know, you stretch out over a week and a half over eighteen YouTube shows. <laughs> like you have no clue you have no clue where this is gonna go right now. So not only did Sammy turn, you got uh you got main event J turning two. So, you know, it's, it's, you don't know now, are you going to get, you going to get Sammy and Roman? you going to get uh, the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy? Uh, are you going to get an Usos one-on-one match? you going to get something with Solo and one of those guys? You know, it, it's, like, this is crazy. It, we haven't seen anything like this in WWE in a while, man. <laughs> Yep, no, you haven't. Yeah, I got it from you. Yeah. You seen it? Okay. Yeah, I would say, when you want to... What, if y'all want to go the break or before that? Okay. All right, here, I'll show you. All right, I'll go now. I got it on the computer. Hey, uh... I'd love to have an actual show. I like it. Yeah, (laughs) I'll come back. I had to fill y'all in. Fill us in? Oh, Jesus, he's gone. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I was going to make mention that uh, LeBron James, 89 points away from breaking uh, the all-time scoring record. So he's going to do that in probably the next three or four games. Um, yeah, I think, what do they have coming up? Uh, they had a bet on DraftKings for him to do it against Milwaukee whenever they play the yeah, I was going to look at the schedule really fast. The problem is, the issue is why I'm not going to even touch one of those bets is because he'll probably sit out a couple games. I mean, yeah. shit, he's playing the Pacers. That's at least 40 points right there. Well, he's got the Pacers tomorrow, then the Pelicans, and he'll probably do it at home against the Thunder or the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, or he might best. hold out and do it against the Warriors just to do it at Golden State. Yeah, no, there's he'll definitely, so, I think he'll do it at home for sure. How, how big of a deal is this? I mean, we're never going to see it again. This is it. This is a re- this is a forty year old record, isn't it? Yeah, thirty eight years, I think. Yeah, it's a third. I mean, this is something we'll literally never see. There will be no other player that we will see go through the NBA to break the all-time scoring record. And LeBron's not done. No. Every, everyone thought the scoring record was going to be untouchable. They thought Kobe was going to be the guy to do it. And he just, you know, he missed by what? 5,000. And yeah, once 5, that, and once that, people were like, okay, well, it's definitely going to be LeBron. But after that, who th- there's no one that's going to do it. These guys aren't playing, you know, what LeBron did his first Twelve yeah. seasons, pretty much. I mean, yeah, the dude- like Durant. Durant's at twenty six thousand. He's played almost five, well, four hundred and he gets eight less games. He'll never yeah, touch he, it. He'll never touch it. I mean, the fact that you have LeBron, who is an amazing scorer, but I mean, the dude just—he's a brick house. He doesn't get hurt, and he's done it. So Kareem did it in fifteen hundred and sixty games. Right now, he's at fourteen oh seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and. It's funny because they were – I saw one something about um, he's hit like 
2,273s and Kareem only hit one or some shit like that. Like, I'm pretty sure they put the three-point line in, like, in Kareem's second to last year. <laughs> yeah, and Kareem wasn't going to make threes, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, and that's – yeah, no, it's wild because he – how many – over his career, how many points per game is he averaging? LeBron? Yeah. Wait, what, I guess we can figure it out right now. I guess it's going to be 28.7. And Barry, you said what? I said 27. 27.2. Damn. That's mm-hmm. a high-ass average. Bear, we were talking about that on a show before when Bear wasn't here, that LeBron, the last time he scored under 10 points was like 2008 or some shit. Yeah, he had a – yeah, it's, it's insane. He had a long 20-plus point game streak for a long, long time too going. It's just insane. Dude's just um, one of the, I mean, obviously the best in my lifetime. I mean, there's no I mean, doubt about that. So just to just to keep this going, because we always talk about who's the GOAT, him or Jordan, what did Jordan average per game? 23. Parrot? 26 and a half. 30.1. Woo! That's impressive. That's insane. What did Kobe average per game? Because his is going to be higher than LeBron's and lower than Jordan, I'm assuming. It's going to be lower than Jordan, yeah. So Kobe averaged uh, 24.9, 25 basically. So actually lower than LeBron. Mm-hmm. He played. He played basically – 71 less games at this point. He had 5,000 less points. He ain't getting 5,000 points in 71 games. No. Absolutely not. So, yeah, LeBron all the way there. LeBron's doing what he's got to do, so we'll see what's up there. Um, so uh, I was going to mention WWE's coming back to the Huntington Center on Sunday Stunner on April yeah. 23rd. The Sunday Stunner. Tickets are the same price as TV. What? Yep. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. What a fucking ripoff. It's funny when you listen to, to Bruce. I was listening to Bruce last week and he was mentioning how he likes the house shows better because they don't have to pause and all that shit for the cameras and do all this stuff and they can just do whatever they want and you get more wrestling at the show. I'm like, this is true, but you got to hope you get a good card. That's the thing. Oh, there's no reason why there's zero reason why the card or paying for a house show should be as much as TV. There's zero, zero reason. When, when did we go? Did we go in October? January. Was it January? Oh, wait. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, you talking about SmackDown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was October. I thought it was October. Yeah, so it's six months basically. I was thinking a raw because they're they're, co- they're coming twice a year now to Toledo, and I know Cody just went to you went to Raw, right? Uh, no, we went to SmackDown, right? SmackDown in Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. And uh, apparently, after a few guys, uh, a few guys from my job see me and my son on TV, uh, and including Dub seen us uh, on TV 
Um, apparently, Kendra Lust was sitting in front of me as well, and I didn't know it. What? So I am highly disappointed. Yes. Are you serious? You should. You know what? Yes. Hey, <laughs> kick, kick him off the podcast. Just kick him off. You're kicked off, Cody. I didn't know. You're kicked I off. Didn't you know? I didn't know she was there. You're kicked off. I I just made the executive decision. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. I bet. I had no hey, clue she was there. I bet. I bet if. I bet if Cody Jr. was about 10 years older, he would have known he was there. <laughs> we both would have known she was there. We both would have been shooting our shot. <laughs> both been shooting your shot. <laughs> yeah, man, I didn't even know. And if I would have known, I'd have been like, listen, I know, I know I'm not Cena, but I'll make sure you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as we as we switch over to NFL, just a few things. Tom Brady retired today. Probably seems like for good. Seem legit it the is. video. Yeah, he's it's done. definitely for good. Um, he's he, out of there. He he just screwed Tampa over so bad. They got like they're fifty million above the cap. They're so screwed. <laughs> they got no picks. They don't have shit. They're still they're fifty million over. Even do they still have to pay him? His contract hurts them still. No, I mean that was it. But I'm just saying they did all this for Tom, and they brought all these guys in, so they're eating this money now, thinking Tom was going to resign for a couple more years. So they're going to have to restructure Evans, and they got. I think they got to pay Godwin. Oh, unless they just paid him last year, I can't remember. Right. But yeah, they Tampa is going to be just shit for the next. 10, 20 years, probably just like they were until they got Tom. No, you're right. And, and uh, the Niners are going to be screwed. Purdy, yeah. uh, Tommy John surgery. So he's out all next year. They're saying, Oh, really? Yep. And they're saying they're not going to have Jimmy G. So it sounds like Trey Lance is going to be starting quarterback, anyways, out there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the rumor is that he's, uh, he's going to so miss all next year. He tore, what did he, he tore his UCL, right? Yeah, he tore his UCL, yeah. and they said that they're just going to do Tommy John surgery and replace. That sucks, for him, man. That's that sucks. Kid was on point, man. Yeah, well, but he'll be back. He should. He'll be back. I mean, yeah, but I mean, CJ Beathard put up numbers in that offense too. Who did? CJ Beathard. CJ Beathard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be um, it'll be interesting there in San Fran next year, but. With Trey Lance at the helm, we'll see. Here, Cody, you'll appreciate this. My dad just texted me and said, holy shit, the Celtics actually have five white guys on the court. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a few people in Boston saying happy days are here again. (laughs) (laughs) They're, uh, yeah, they're kicking the shit out of the, the nets. It's 127 to 78. Yeah, actually, they just called me, and I was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm doing a podcast. I can't sub in. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I'll say somebody's granddad watching, he's talking about, yeah, see, son, these are the good old days. <laughs> Have a check out there, the ball, belts on shorts, ladies, that is baggy, short, hip-hop, gravity rap, crap. So, real, real quick, Cody. Your boy LeBron is 89 points away from Kareem's record. So? <laughs> it's a big accomplishment. Only Cody. We'll never see it again in so? our lifetime. Yeah, so what? 
I see Kareem break the record on video. I'll, I'll be all right. So here was a fun <laughs> trivia for you. How many points is LeBron averaging a game right now? Yeah. How many? Don't even want to answer. Probably back at work. Say that again. How many points is LeBron averaging per game in his career? I don't know. Depending on how many trips, uh, miles of road game he needs to get on the floor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boldly head, dude. Man, fuck that dude. Oh, boldly head, man. I just want you to answer the question. Uh, what's he averaging? Like 38 this year, I think. For his career, what's he averaging? Oh, I think 32 or something, right? 27-2. How many oh. did did uh, Kobe average? Oh, shit. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, boy. I think like 28, 29. 25. Jordan, how many did he average? Oh, I have no idea. He was over. I'd say probably 22. Say what? I'd say 22, probably. He was at 30. Oh, look at that. There you go. Oh, here you go. Jade, old Jade's 50 and 0 now. Mm hmm. There you go. All right. So here we go. We got to get into <laughs> NFL. And, uh, you know what? He was balls, too. And he knew he was going balls, but he just shaved it all off. He yeah. put no headband on. He put a headband on because he was sweating. So. <laughs> yeah. He scored so, as many points. Yeah, no. That's that. Never mind. I won't say that on the air. <laughs> I won't say what I, <laughs> um, I had to say that off air. But, uh, Freaking LeBron. He only lasted as long as he got in the league at 17. And I might have said this before. It's that cocaine in the system. Yeah, it's that, that Ohio cracking the system, man. That's why you played this long. You're like superhuman. You know, it might receive your hairline a little bit, but hey, he'll play until he's 50. So in the. Keep going. I would say he can't swim 38,000 laps. A hairline will wash out. <laughs> so, Cody, in – well, we're not going to ask you. So, we know the Eagles kind of beat up on the Niners. What? And, uh, you know, Purdy got hurt. Eagles won. But I'm more interested on the Bengals and Chiefs game. I know Parrot's been waiting patiently as pissed off Parrot. Parrot, what were your thoughts on that game? Obviously, well, first, off, first off, I'd like to uh, shout out and thank the officiating crew and Ron Tolbert for in uh, the Hunt family and the Chiefs organization for going to the Super Bowl. Um, the better team is not in the Super Bowl, and I'm not going to sit. Here, I'm not going to sit here and bitch about what what could have been and what should have been. All I ask is that these refs officiate a fair game. If you're going to call, if you're going to call holding. On one team, you're gonna fucking call it on the other team. They miss all these missed calls in the last three minutes of this game are just absolute bullshit. I know Bengals lost on a boneheaded play. That's on us. But the fact that that 
it ended up getting to that play in the first place is utter bullshit. And so, how did you feel about when they moved the clock last week in the Buffalo game to us too? They didn't officiate fairly. We just got lucky and got out to an early lead. So, when they called, what was that third down? When they stopped him and they re- let him do third down again because they, they forgot to start the clock. Wasn't some shit like that happen? No, it was because of, it, apparently the, the explanation Ron Tolbert gave was because the line judge saw that the ball or something needed was spotted wrong. Huh. And what did you say about Ron Tolbert? He made his family member made a bet or some shit. And he had a, I saw it, I saw from a very, uh, he has a, apparently a family member made a very large bet on the Chiefs um, in that game. Very fishy. But, oh, well, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Go Eagles. I got nothing more to say about it. <laughs> hey, Cody, what were you hey, going to say? say all, I was going to say, did you say all this when uh, the Bengals got that extra down against the Raiders last year? <laughs> Cody, where's your team hey, at? <laughs> the same place where yours is. at home. <laughs> how do, how how'd the Rams do this year? Was, name is the Bengals. I was about to say, what they do last year to them? Yeah. Last year doesn't matter. Oh, oh, oh here we go. There we go. You sound, you sound like an Eagles fan last year, though. Yeah, you know what? They just have to play more games. You respect it. That's fine. You guys can all sit here and say what you want, but if they don't. If didn't matter, they wouldn't be records. bullshit. Let those tears season that nasty ass skyline dog food. It might make it taste better. Mix them tears. Mix them tears with that skyline alto. Yeah, the uh, parrot, you, you did you have. Know, a- I'll take my skyline and I will sit there and enjoy it. You know, and. All I got to say I'm excited for the future. It's not the last time the Bengals will be in this position. Um, You know, the future is still bright, and it's an unfortunate way to go out. Can't win every year, but. um, You're right, because they're going to do better than the Rams. I mean, Baker's their new guy. Cody's excited. He's got himself a Baker Mayfield jersey all ready to go. See, he's even speechless. He's so excited about his Baker Mayfield jersey. The um, Parrot, you were you something you you wanted to bring up, and uh, Bear can I, Bear can probably tell you better than me when it's happened in the past about the uh, Sean Payton. Oh yeah, so I asked Gary this earlier. I never, or I told him this earlier. I never knew you could trade a coach. Oh yeah, I never have seen or heard anything like that. Um, who that just happened to? I know. I I was trying to think of who it was, and I couldn't remember. Yeah, that happened. I don't know. Probably ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, but they traded first round pick. Fuck them picks. They the picks they don't even have. They traded uh, first rounder this year for Sean Payton. But they still Russell Wilson here. The Broncos have basically traded three first-round picks, three second-round picks, and three players for Wilson and Peyton. Yeah. Well, Peyton's – we'll see what he can do there. 
Okay. But, that was Belichick that got traded, wasn't it? What's that? I thought it was Belichick that got traded, wasn't it? Yeah, so eight eight coaches have been traded now. Don Shula in 1970 got traded to the Dolphins from the Colts. Bill Parcells got traded in 97 um, to the Jets. Oh, Parcells. Mike Holmgren got traded in 99. Bill Belichick in 2000. John Gruden in 2002. That was when he went from the Raiders to the Bucks and then beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Herm Edwards in 06. I don't remember that. Bruce Arians in 2019. And now Sean Payton. So eight head coaches have been traded now in the NFL. Thing. So Arians got traded from where? Uh, Tampa to Arizona. That's I'm right. sorry, Arizona to Tampa. My apologies, Arizona to Tampa. But now he's not coaching there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is he doing anything now? I think he's consulting somewhere. I thought he was still consulting in Tampa. Yeah, I think you're right. So. It is what it is. At least uh, the Cowboys got rid of Kellen Moore. Fortunately, McCarthy's calling plays, but at least Kellen Moore's gone. And congratulations, Kellen Moore. I hope you have fun with Justin Herbert. I should say congratulations to Herbert. Yeah, I mean, when he's running four curls, see how good Justin Herbert is. He might throw him the ball there. But, I mean, I think, like I said, all this was mutual. They needed to move on from him. Kellen needed to get something different. I'm not totally excited about McCarthy calling plays either, but I'm not excited about any head coach calling plays. It just, it just doesn't work. Um, so we'll see. He's got a lot of time to, I mean, he knows the offense and there's plenty of time to get it all figured out and see what works best. So next year when they lose in the first or second round of the playoffs and McCarthy will get fired. And then Dan Quinn will be the head coach. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah. I mean, thank God they kept him. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, the last one, too, D'Amico Ryans is the new head coach of the Houston yep. Texans. As he should be. And I think – Who's Panthers Dick coach? Can we talk about that? Say what, Cody? I said that D'Amico Ryans had to go to the black hole, the coaching, though. I mean, that's where he played. Like, I mean, in more ways than one. Like, damn, man, why all the black dudes got to go through Houston to get a damn coaching job? It's like, where you never end up again, man? It's like the Black Lagoon or some shit. Oh, yeah. You get wrapped up in that mess, man. You never get a head coaching job again. Um, But, yeah, the Panthers is uh, Frank Reich. Yeah. And then Deuce Staley left the Lions to go to the Panthers. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Don't know his role yet, but he's leaving to go to Frank Reich. There you go. I mean, Carolina's getting a good coach. I just Frank Wright just had a shitty quarterback situation in Indy. It wasn't his well, first. He fault. played for the yeah, he coached for the Colts. He was screwed regardless. It's not his fault. They brought Matt Ryan in there. It was Jim Irsay's fault. Yeah, and he had Carson Wentz before that, too. Yeah, and he had a winning record. And then he gets Matt Ryan as a kind of shitty record and gets canned. So, I mean, 
I still think Wilk should have been the coach of Carolina, but the way they the way they played for him at the end of the year, but they got a young team, so he'd be the guy to rebuild it. I seen Matt Rule was suing Carolina. Yeah, arbitration. Yep. Yeah, he won some money. Bitch, but I have maybe the, say maybe the Bengals can get in on that lawsuit, saying that the NFL is rigged. You know, huh. it's not a lot of court for some uh, couple of salt and pepper packets to put in that nasty ass shit they call chili. Oh. Man, this is this one get this one get Cody all happy deep down inside. Uh, Cody, you know who Wayne Simmons is? I know you're a big hockey fan. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know Wayne Simmons. Yeah, he just he just beat the shit out of some white dude on Boston. <laughs> look, at, look at that. Look at that, man. Look at that. He better leave the arena, though. They're going to catch him. Luckily, they're in Toronto tonight, so it's okay. Yeah, he's home. Uh, somebody, all right, somebody look out for Wayne, though, man. Look out for Wayne. Well, at least Boston had one win tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The, uh, so that's all we got for this week on sports. Uh, those of you tuning in Sunday, hoping for Hogan versus warrior. I'm sorry. It's getting preempted again for the third month. Um, but tune in and you can listen to parrot do who did his homework has new names of wrestlers in the 1998 Royal rumble. We'll be watching it. Uh, bear and I will, and we'll be calling out based on parrots names of the actual wrestlers. That's the names we're going to use as we call out the Royal Rumble. Uh, you can follow along with us on the old Peacock, but tune in Sunday to hear that. But for now, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. All work clothing, uh, Graham Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and Smarty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Make sure you catch uh, Fedor Emelianenko's uh, 15th last match. Strike Force or whatever the fuck Scott Coker owns nowadays. Saturday. Fly, Eagles, fly. You can say it. Damn, man, Fatal is a fire more surprise than Flair, ain't he?